Here we go. Hi. Hey. Welcome to Hi. to the to your to the bed. <laughs> welcome to my bed. Yeah, welcome to your bed. Is that gonna overheat it on um, and cause my sheets to go aflame? I don't think so. Sure, that would be really exciting though. <laughs> I think it should be just fine. Um, but if we're at a warning level, I will let you know, and we will cease and desist. Oh, so it tells you when it's going to heat? No. Oh. But I can. I feel heat, and oh, there is sure. no heat. Okay. You sense heat. You sense My laptop, synergy. Let me just put it this way. My laptop is hotter than both of these things. Okay, fair. Okay, great. Cool. So your laptop is going to cause my bed to catch flame? No. Okay. Sorry, um, sorry, Sam. Will you also move this blind? Sure. So... I'm, I'm sure. Staring at an old woman right now. <laughs> Who me? No. It, yes. Well, Sam, hold on, Sam. Look out the window real quick. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, okay. If she was staring at us, this must have been a sight. I mean, an interesting sight. <laughs> you are in a bra. It's hot. And then there are just microphones everywhere. <laughs> And we're in a bed. And we're in a bed. <laughs> because it's the best spot. Those damn millennials can't even have sex right. <laughs> electronics. So I'm sure that it's now painfully obvious the gaping cavity of an absence of our wonderful Zoe. I mean, it, it, we, we've barely started. I'm sure that's not. I mean, okay, sure. Yes. I'm. <laughs> we're I'm, missing Zoe. I'm gripped by the pain. I love you, Zoe. So, um, this week, Zoe has cashed in one of their sick days, and <laughs> I am filling in the enormous void, and I will do my best to Big shoes. do my best. Sick Big days. Shoes. This is a business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, also, for the record, I'm quitting this podcast if we don't have unlimited sick days. Okay. Um, you should probably quit. Well... <laughs> No. Oh, okay. But we have unlimited sick days. I guess that's fine. So, fight me. I mean, we only work once a week, so like... This all sounds pointed. <laughs> Edit it out. I might be Edit it. I could not believe it. Well, um, who's introducing? I'll do it. I'll do it. Let's do it. Yes, it's your abode. Also, I'm a guest this week. Fine. If you don't mind. Well, you're a guest, so shouldn't I introduce you? Whatever. Fine. You go. You go. You go. I I mean, I think Dominic has a valid point. You go. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Hi, and welcome (laughs) to Can You Believe This Shit? Episode 25. We are minus a Zorenthal. McCormick. Um, however, I have a beautiful so and wonderful Dominic Yates here with me. Hi. Hi. Hi I have an Dominic. equally beautiful and wonderful Lydia Stoic here mm. with me today. Thank you. And I am the mastermind behind all of these sounds. All the sounds. All um, the sounds. I'm Sam. Sam Wiesner. So. Dominic's boyfriend. <gasps> and I'm a mask. I'm a top now. <laughs> 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 And uh I'm so hot. Jesus. <laughs> and I'm the sound producer and editor and wizard. Wizard. Okay, it's uh, really no, weird I'm, that uh, that was the exact word uh, I was picturing. Um so I guess I'm picturing a, a, a wizard or picturing the word wizard. Um both. Okay. I've and got a also wizard sort of with like, the name under it wizard. And also sort of like magic man. A magic was, man. Yeah, like a little bit of that. But um yeah, so 
Hello. Hello. Wait, so did you say the can you believe the shit part? Am am I just like losing time? I said hello and welcome to episode 25 of Can You Believe This Shit? So I'm losing time. That's so I'm having gaps. Catch up, Lydia. Huh? Catch up. Make it work. I don't want to hear any goddamn excuses (laughs) anymore. You make it funny. Wake up, Pearl. This is a true crime comedy paranormal shit shit show. Um, 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 disasters, conspiracies. I don't know if you said that one, but UFOs, hauntings. We ghosts. we we do so much. We mostly Stories. do. We mostly do murder and apparently natural disasters. But um, I mean, today, and who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? I knows, and so does knows Sam. goes. <laughs> Sam knows. Sam does know. I do um, know, but I no. What are you going to say? Um. <laughs> Is that real? Since, <laughs> since we're missing a zoo, everything's discombobulated. Mm-hmm, that's true. So we don't know the order of stories because Sam usually decides, but he's telling the story. So, so since he he kind of put it up to us, he did. And yes, I I don't I don't give a hoot. Okay. As long as I don't go last. Oh my god! I refuse. I am so, shocked. In that case, Dominic, do you want to take point ends? Of either side of this story? Do I want to go first? Do you want to go first or last? Or do you really want to go first? Or, or do you really want to go second? Because I don't mind either way. I think you should go last. Let's, I, let's save Let's save the... Guest for last. Guest for last. <laughs> I'm a top now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, mm-hmm. Lydia, do you want to go first or second? I already, I already made a stipulation, so you got to pick. Okay. I'll go first. I'll go thick. I'll be honest, this is the exact order that I wanted. Oh my god. Because I'm self-centered and I wanted to go last. (laughs) You should have offered... Well, I didn't want to shift anybody's actual wants or needs. And the need for speed. (laughs) Two. The Furious. <laughs> no, you, you, you have been stopped. Okay. You gotta be quicker than that. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. You're too slow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, honey. <gasps> A story. What you, have you ever watched Ghost Stories, the anime? Oh my God. I have not. Okay. But that sounds like something that needs to be a mistake that needs to be rectified. I need to get into that. For sure. Okay. So, quick backstory about Ghost Stories. There's Ghost Stories plane. was an. Uh, can you hear the plane, hon? I sure can. But you know what? We are in a different atmosphere, and that's what comes with it. How well we're in my bedroom? Because without Zoe, we are also busy Zoe's house. We are homeless. <laughs> so, we're in my bed, and we're in, in the middle back of, of a freeway. Van. <laughs> <laughs> that's fake news uh, <laughs> ghost stories was a japanese anime that didn't do so well so when it came to the states and they decided to dub it they were like you know what do whatever the fuck you want and it's hilarious <laughs> it is i mean it makes sense sometimes but it's like <laughs> nonsensical and it's hilarious oh i can't wait look okay. out she's a ghost and a bitch <laughs> Is she a ghost or a bitch? Oh no, she's a ghost and a bitch. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my god, ghost quality bitch. content. Ghost bitch. Yes, me. Quality competent that I'm here for. Actually, competent. Competent. Compton. Straight out of. And they stole their name. cheer. <laughs> and bring it on. Never mind. I'm editing it out. Okay. I'm in Is that Compton? Here. 
Wasn't it? Yeah, it was like West Compton. Yeah. That was like their I high school. I think so. I'm going to research it later. And then decide. If if I'm right, it stays. If I'm wrong. (laughs) It was like the East Compton Clovers or something. Yeah. That sounds right. Okay. Should we just jump in? Jump. Jump. I'm with it. Should we just Corbin Blue? Um, (laughs) No. Jump in. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is that Corbin Blue from Jump In? (laughs) We are not a fine podcast. It went over my head. I have no idea what's happening. We are not a Vine podcast. <laughs> Meaning we are a Vine podcast. True. Okay. So Don't fight it. Um, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. About a woman. A woman. And her death. Oh, oh no. So I'm going to tell... <laughs> Jesus. So I'm going to tell you the story of the murderer... Of Dorothy Donovan. Is that a question mark? Or no. Was she murdered? I was going to say death, but then I said murder. And I was like, oh, it's out. And she was murdered. Murdered. So we are in Harrington, Delaware in uh, 1991. Okay. So on June 23rd, 1991, 40-year-old Charles Holden is arriving home shortly after midnight when he sees a stranger lurking outside the home he shares with his mother. No. Instead of confronting the trespasser, he drives to a nearby payphone down the road and calls the police. Does he not have a house phone? I'm assuming so. Never mind. Go ahead. Well, I mean, there's someone working outside his home, so he doesn't want to, I guess, like, go inside the home or someone's working out. Relatable. Understand. When the police arrive, they discover a window broken in the back of the house, and upon entering, they find Charles's mother, 70-year-old Dorothy Donovan, upstairs in her bed. There's blood everywhere. <gasps> And they discover that Dorothy has been stabbed several times in the chest and face. How old? 70. Oh, mm. baby. Uh, her body... Old baby. Old baby. Uh, Benjamin Button. Um, except Dorothy Donovan. Dorothy Bond. Anyway. No. Uh, <laughs> Cause, because I don't want to. Uh is that a squeaker toy? Yeah, there's a squeak for my dogs in the background. Very cute. You uh, guys, that's against the rules. <laughs> Walk around the block. <laughs> um, so her body had been positioned in a way that appeared to show sexual assault, but the medical examiners found no evidence of such. <sighs> Items around the house and Dorothy's unopened purse nearby caused police to rule out robbery, and a family's report of Dorothy as a well-liked sweet old lady ruled out the idea that she had any enemies that would have wanted to hurt her. So, uh, in her life, Dorothy had been widowed twice and had seven grandchildren. She lived in a small farming community with little to no reported crimes, so police are baffled as to who could have done this. So, they turned to her son, Charles, who, upon seeing his mother's body, repeated the words, I can't believe he killed her. I can't believe he killed her. <gasps> Who's he? Oh, I'm going to tell you. Um, oh, my God. I have such a theory, but I'm not going to say it. Do. I mean, should, do you want me to say it's kind of outlandish? Uh, sure. I'm with it. The son has dissociative identity disorder <gasps> and like a multiple killed her. <gasps> and he's like, oh my God. That would be he did it. interesting. And I love it. Oh my God. It's a great theory. Anyway. You're so wrong. Uh, uh, I'm glad. I wanted to say that. Could you but imagine it is if I was story. right? <laughs> Could you imagine if I was right? I'd throw my laptop on the ground and catapult myself out the window. <laughs> you wouldn't fall very far. It's. <clears throat> Don't help me, boy. It would hurt. <laughs> it would still hurt. I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Charles. Choice. <Joyce? laughs> 
watch the movie Just Friends. Uh, Charles then tells investigators that he knew the man that he had seen outside of his home. Charles claimed that on the night of his mother's murder, he worked the night shift at his factory job from 11, nope, from 4 to 11 p.m., and then stopped on his way home in a local restaurant for a hamburger. Uh, While walking back, I don't trust people who don't get cheeseburgers. Also gay. Also gay? I just wanted to say it. Oh, okay. That's fair. Stop for hamburger. Gay. (laughs) Walking while? Walking, wow. While. Walking back. Beautiful. Keep going, honey. You're doing great. (laughs) While walking back to his truck, he was approached by a man looking for a ride to Georgetown because his sister was in labor at a hospital there and was about to give birth. Lies. Well, Charles said he wasn't going that far, but he was headed in that direction. So, and he agreed to give him a ride as far as he could because this is a nice, nice town of Harrington, Delaware. He picked up a stranger? Yeah. Who does that? Is Delaware in the south? No. I don't know geography. It yeah, is where like is New Delaware? England almost. It's, it's up it's by Maine. It's one of the 13 Maine. colonies. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's like... Colonies. Wait, I get to go overseas? No. <laughs> <laughs> New England's here in the States. Um. <laughs> Northeastern. Wow. You're welcome. Way off. So there's, there's no hospitality there. Why is he being nice? I feel like they're just fish there. Are there fish in Delaware? Hospitality exists they're outside of the South. Landlocked. Meaning they're not surrounded by any body of water? I mean, there's lakes and shit, but I'm pretty sure... There's ponds. And I'm going to fact check this, <laughs> that they are not bordering the ocean, whereas most... I'm going to lock in. Who cares? <laughs> she right, though. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, no. I started scrolling. Everything happened so much. I can't stop staring at that light bulb. No, don't do it. Stop it. You're going to burn your retinas. I, I can't stop for some reason. I'm like a fucking moth. Are you <gasps> moth, moth woman? Moth woman. I'm moth girl. Moth girl. Moth gal. Moth gal. What are you talking about? Mothra. Moth, moth gal woman. pals. Mothina. What's better than this? Just moth men's being dudes. No. Um, <laughs> So, after driving a couple of miles, uh, Charles informs the hitchhiker that this was as far as he was going and that the man would have to get out now. And uh, Charles pointed him in the direction of Georgetown. Charles had arrived about a half mile from his home and didn't want the man knowing where he lived. But uh, instead of getting out, the man became angry and began punching and attacking Charles. Charles manages to open the door and get out of his truck, and he begins to try to recuperate and get away, but the man has found a screwdriver on the floor of Charles's truck, and the fight continues outside. That's so fucking... Stab him in the neck. With what? The screwdriver! You want the hitchhiker to stab The hitchhiker Charles? found Who's the screwdriver! I'm sorry, I had it backwards. I thought that the maybe hero of the story had the screwdriver. The hitchhiker has the screwdriver. Okay, my bad. I had it backwards. It's okay. Anybody who attacks anybody deserves to be stabbed with a screwdriver. The hitchhiker attacked Charles. Okay. And then picked up a screwdriver and tried to continue to attack Charles. My bad. It's okay. I'm just letting you know. Jesus. So, Charles claims that the man threatened to kill Charles if he didn't drive home the... If he didn't drive him the remainder of the way to Georgetown. Uh, and Charles agrees. So uh, on the way back to his truck, Charles manages to get in first. He locks the doors and drives away in the opposite direction of his house. 
leaving the hitchhiker standing in the middle of the intersection. So, shaken by the experience, Charles drives around for a while instead of going straight home. About 20 minutes later, he pulled into the driveway, and that's when he sees the hitchhiker wandering around his property. And that's when he pulls away to call the police. Did the hitchhiker, like, take some documentation from his glove box or something? Perhaps. Question? Yes. How far... Okay. You might know this sure. from your research or might not. That's okay. fine. Um, how far from the point where him and the, the hitchhiker, you know, split ways and he drove away was his house? A half mile. Half mile. Oh, well. Because I said it was a half mile away. I forgot. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Thank you. <laughs> I miss so. Nah, I'm just kidding. Sorry. That's relatively close, but like, that's a coincidence. Oh, yeah. I mean, it I could, he could have stolen a document, like what he said. He could have just wandered and found a, a random house that happened to be Charles. Yeah, or this could be totally made up. Quite random chance that, like, he happens to be wandering on the property of the correct house when Charles comes home. So, after Charles tells the story to investigators, they're like, okay, that's bullshit. Sounds fake, though. Uh... The fact that a black male he picked up hitchhiking, sorry, he was black. The black male he picked up hitchhiking, then minutes later murdered his mother, was absolutely ludicrous. I hit the mic. Absolutely ludicrous. And just not logical. It wasn't the rapper Ludicrous who did it. It was just, <laughs> it was the, the, um, the noun? Thank you for clarifying. Adjective. Uh, Adjective Ludicrous. And just not logical. Illogical? I could have put a logical. It's like an ad verb. Huh? <laughs> I did. I'm a good and no, fluent. No, you're right. I thought Speaker. adverbs absolutely is an adverb. It is? Yeah. It's I'm, got an L-Y at the end. Yeah. That was mostly a guess. Party. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was a couple questions they wanted to ask. How did the hitchhiker find Charles's house of all houses in the surrounding area? True. Why would he kill Dorothy? True. No, Those are the only questions they had. True. <laughs> uh, eventually, investigators discovered that Dorothy had recently taken out an accidental death life insurance claim that named Charles as the sole beneficiary. Bitch. <laughs> so Charles had recently come into some farming debt. That was all I had on that. Farming debt. It, farming's you know, really he, expensive. Yeah, in there's Delaware? a lot of... Is there farming in Delaware? There's farming everywhere. You know how much that shit fucking costs? You have to pay for all the seeds for the crop. You have to pay for all the water. You have to pay for all the fucking land. And then if you don't, like, maybe he, like, paid for all that shit in advance. And then, and then. And then didn't get a return on this fucking product. Because he didn't know how to farm and he fucked up his Uh. crops. Um, He smelled dirty from the start, from the jump. (laughs) From the Corbin Bloom. Um, It's your turn for me to shut up. Go ahead, Dominic. Sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry. And his uh, this, his mother's life insurance payout would have been enough to pay it off. Even more incriminating, Charles refused to take a polygraph test, but <gasps> still adamantly denied having anything to do with his mother's murder. Polygraph tests are not admissible. Well, they're it, it, it was fake 90, Polygraph so, tests are fucking fake okay. News. Yeah, they, yeah, they're fake anyway. Well, but they're fake cool. news, but like in '91, they were like, "You're not taking a polygraph test, you fucking dirty down You're scoundrel. a dirty down under liar. You're a scoundrel. You're, You're a, a wretch. That's a fact. You're, You're right. a vile, no good wretch. Yes. Dick. 
<laughs> Can we take a pause to listen to? No. There's a war no. going on. <laughs> Definitely think. not. Well, can we do it on but the no, break? Yeah, it is great in comic. that time, yes. Uh, <laughs> let me start over. I love that song. You're right. In that time, it is kind of incriminating. To not to be like incriminating. <laughs> it's a mix between intimidating and incriminating. I feel that. I mean, he probably doesn't know how unreliable those tests are. No. So, like, that's just a clear sign that he's like, I don't want the truth to come out. Correct. Like, I don't want people knowing my lies is lies. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, but then investigators tell Charles that they have fucking proof. So, they found a bloody handprint on the banister of the staircase in Dorothy's house. That is With a, a lot of prepositional phrases. <laughs> this is an English podcast. This is a clue podcast. It's a grammar podcast. I'm Miss Peacock. And Jesus. I'm always Miss Scarlet. Um, you know, true. I'm always Miss Peacock, so I think that it's time for us to fight. <laughs> to the death. You're right. I'm always like Mr. Green or Colonel Mustard. It's fine. Colonel Mustard. Colonel of Colonel, you're right. So they found a bloody handprint on the banister of the staircase in Dorothy's house. No. And on and blood on the light switch in Dorothy's room that did not belong to Dorothy. <gasps> so there were other fingerprints present in the house, but none of them were as clear as the one on the banister, and even then it was only a partial print. No. But uh, detectives were confident that this alone would break the motherfucking case. So they like had they got a print off the blood print. Yes. So overlappingly, like the person who had to put their fingerprint in the blood happened after Dorothy was murdered. So the person who put their fingerprint in the blood was there or involved. Yeah. Well, it's blood that's not Dorothy's. Uh. Okay. There's also a handprint in it. The fuck. That's also not Dorothy's. Who done it? So um. When Charles's handprint was compared to the fragmented print and his blood to the blood found on the light switch, there was 100% motherfucking certainty that there was no match. <gasps> uh, you faked me out there, mother. Oh, I did. Oh, my God. Sam saying, you know the story. You don't know shit. <laughs> oh, my God. So who is To it? my defense, <laughs> because I also want to be surprised when y'all are podcasting yeah. and talking about shit, I also want an element of surprise. Thank you. And I research okay. enough to give me the gist. The gist. The gist. Did you research mine? Of course I did. Did you find it this time? I sure did. <laughs> he tried to research it before when I was like sitting next to him and he couldn't find it. And I was like, wow. Oh, I don't remember. Amazing. You were probably like searching like Kool-Aid Man again when you should have uh, been uh, searching. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Man of Cool. Um, no, what was that? It was you were Mr. searching Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool. And yeah. it was Mr. Cool. Perfect. Thank this, you. Who did it? We're not bringing Mr. Cool back up. Uh, <laughs> this, however, didn't deter detectives from thinking that Charles was still involved somehow. They then think that perhaps the man that Charles had picked up was actually hired to by Charles to kill his mother. A hired killer who leaves a bloody handprint. Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is that's just sloppy. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't have to be a professional to be a hired killer. You just have to give someone money and say kill them. The True. Person. And they have to accept. It's consensual. It. It's well, a consensual it's a, agreement. Well, yeah, of course. Like, yes. <laughs> it's a legally binding contract. Mm-hmm. Um, illegally binding contract. <laughs> Am I right, honey? Uh, Sam, will you play a bit of sound after that? Thank you. 
cut. Um, That's the only thing our podcast is missing: sound effects. <laughs> Zany no, sound effects. Let's play. <laughs> let's play the uh, baseline from Seinfeld throughout the entire podcast. Ah! Just nonstop on a loop. <laughs> I don't even watch Seinfeld, but I've never hated anything more than I hated that idea. Uh, I, I think don't think Mitch would be happy with you. But between stories, it should be like the two and a half men, men transitional. How dare you? Although there's only one man. The audacity! I am two, two men. I'm two men. My I'm so mad. I'm two men. Um, oh fuck! You forget I'm telling a story. Where I can read what do she? Um, are we podcasting? Who are we? What the fuck? Is this allowed? Sh- sure. Police go back to the restaurant uh, and find that there was, in fact, reports of a black man um, asking for a ride that night, and that he was spotted getting into a truck with someone who matches matched Charles's description. So the police believe his story, and they get a description of the hitchhiker from Charles. And from those interviewed at the restaurant, and they make a composite sketch. So they make a lineup of known criminals, uh, but it doesn't get anywhere, and the case goes cold. Ooh. But, I mean, people sometimes think it's, I mean, not sometimes, investigators still think it's Charles. Some investigators are like, okay, I guess, okay, Jackie. <laughs> uh, I guess it's fine. Okay, Jackie, what do you think? It goes cold. Hmm. Cold case. And it's not until. Ten years later, that uh, FBI officials were able to... 2001. You right. Yes. <laughs> I'm so smug <laughs> for remembering. FBI officials were able to enter the DNA profile of Dorothy Donovan's killer into CODIS, which is the... Uh, yes. DNA. DNA system. I should probably... Should I, read the, uh, I should probably get the acronym for CODIS real quick. Uh, I don't even know. I it's just, know. It's I a don't. database that has criminal slash other... Go ahead. Combined DNA index system. Yeah. So, um... All digitalized yeah. and ready for your usage. And after a week, there was a match. The DNA matched a career criminal named Gilbert Cannon, who had lived in Harrington, Delaware at the time of Dor- Dorothy's death. Excuse me? And bore... Gilbert Cannon? Who? Gilbert Cannon. Please. Gilbert Cannon. <laughs> and bore a striking resemblance to the composite sketch made more than a decade before. He had done time in the interim for robbery and drug charges, but had been released. But at this time, no one seemed to know where he was or if he was even still alive. Hmm. It takes more than two months. To run but, a... Oh, sorry. But, but, <laughs> but police eventually find Cannon at a girlfriend's house 40 miles away from Dorothy Donovan's farmhouse. Hmm. So he wasn't even that far away. Ten years later, it's like the Golden State Killer hiding in plain sight. He was oh. caught, though. Oh. I'm still... Thank goodness. Anyway. Wait, the Golden State k- Tickler. Tickler. The Golden uh, State Tickler. That's not allowed. Ah. That's against the rules. Ah. Because I don't want to. No. He was hiding in plain sight? Well, he was he was in. Um, He's a cop. In Sacramento, where he was a cop. Yeah, nobody was killed. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could hold your hand for a second. Um, I apologize for being so forgetful. Um, Nikki? edit me out. Edit everything out. Edit me out. Um, okay. Dominic is. This is a solo podcast. Um, Sam, even Sam's not here. Yeah, no. Edit solo. Sam out. He hasn't even talked yet. I mean, done his story yet. Who's Sam? 
So police brought in Gilbert Cannon, and he adamantly denied having anything to do with Dorothy's death or even being in the area, but the evidence is too strong. Gilbert Cannon's prints matched the partial handprint found on the banister. His oh, wow. blood matched the sample on the light switch. Bam. He is a black man. Um, that is not evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, eventually, he confesses and he tells the story that on the night of Dorothy Donovan's murder, he was high on cocaine, looking to score more, when he ran into Charles Holden, and he corroborates Charles's story, including the fight, the screwdriver, and Charles leaving him in the middle of the road. So, Cannon walked down the road, looking for empty houses, but they all had their lights on. He eventually stopped at the first house that looked empty, and when he broke in, he alerted the homeowner, 70-year-old Dorothy Donovan. He was afraid that she would be able to identify her attacker. Attacker. So Gilbert Cannon repeatedly stabbed her with a no. screwdriver in a drug-fueled craze. Wait, I just don't understand how he how that happened to be the same house. Here's the other thing, the main thing. I just can't. That's such a coincidence. And like coincidence, I don't know if I believe in coincidence. Well, half mile isn't that. It's not that far. Yeah, it's but... Like, it's like a block. But no. The, uh, how many houses are on that block? Like, in a half-mile radius? In like, the country? On a farm? Three. It's, like, the oh, next house. duh. I'm picturing, like, suburban places. Okay, so, yeah, no. All right. So, upon exiting, he was spotted by Charles Holden, who then calls the police, uh, afraid that the hitchhiker had somehow followed him home. But Gilbert Cannon denied knowing that there was any relation between Dorothy and Charles and said it was just a coincidence. Hmm. Uh, Gilbert Cannon pleaded guilty to pled to first degree murder to avoid the death sentence and was sentenced to life in prison without parole. Uh, Charles's family was intently relieved that he had nothing to do with his mother's murder and that she can finally rest in peace knowing that the rightful man is behind bars. But did he? Well, that's what the Coda says, so. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I yes. mean, whether or not I guess he was technically hired or not, I guess it's. Up for debate. Sure. But, I mean, he says he wasn't. I don't know why he would have any ties to Charles still after 10 years unless he signed some kind of like unbreakable vow. I think it's a steeper crime. A st- super crime? Steeper crime. Like, it's worse to kill for money versus kill for kill. Actually, that sounds all fake after I say it. Killing is killing, and it's. I'm not talking Almost? I'm talking about the law and my suspicions oh, okay. about what I thought I've heard about it. I was going to say oh. murder is almost always wrong. No, no, no. I'm not talking about moral weighings. I'm oh. talking about like by steeper crime. Yeah, there's like time and I think that there it's a more involved Well, if it's uh, well, yeah. It's like a different charge. Correct. It's like it's like extra murder. If murder is premeditated, it's worse. If it's spur of the moment, it's not as bad. Well, it's still bad, but like in the, in this, like in ranking, the way the law judges it. Yeah, and if, I feel like if, if if you are conspiring to commit murder, like if you are soliciting people to commit murder, I think there's just more people involved. Uh, but I, I, I uh, is my answer to that. Cool. I feel like there's like 
it's like a like a conspiracy like it's like conspiracy to commit murder and they can tack that on in addition to the actual murder sure whether or not you i mean if you're aware of the murder then and if you hired the person you are also yeah if you hired the person then you're also guilty of conspiracy to commit murder which i believe is like or, or um assisted murder or what is that called uh accessory accessory to murder yeah uh, I believe you're also, I mean, it depends on case to case, but I think you are also, like, if you hire someone to commit murder and then they commit murder, you're also tried for murder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That sounds real. But guess and who's also talking the murderer, out of their ass? The murderer Damn also man. gets, it's like, you get charged for murder and you also get charged for conspiracy because they both done it. But. Can you believe this shit? I, I, I don't know. That's my job. Uh, <laughs> and that was the death of Dorothy Donovan. Beautiful. Can you believe this shit? You gave me a twist. I did not read to the end. Mm-hmm. And I was convinced that um, the son did it. Oh, come on. And, I was reading that so easily. Uh, I give some suspicion to my tone. <laughs> good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank I'm you. I'm here for it. Me too. it's your turn. It is my turn. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Goodness, he whips. We should be fine. Gender neutral pussy. Gender neutral pussy. Goodness, goodness. Um, G apostrophe, Nessie. I'm wet. All right, everybody. Germs and gents and ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the legendary party. Nope. Um, so it's time for my story, and here it is. So this is I'm gonna tell you what the cat what category are we on right what now. What category are we on right now? Um, what I'm category are we on right now? Internet conspiracy. Bring it to the runway. I'm with it. It's an internet conspiracy. Is it? It is. And because it of is. it, all over the world, literally all over the world, there are posters up and the title says, Have you dreamed this man? And there's a picture of a man. A drawing, in fact. And I have seen said drawing. It's disturbing. It um, is. We've all seen it. You've seen it. I have seen it. Uh, I think it looks like the the weird guy from The Princess Bride. The one who's like, yeah. inconceivable! Oh, except one. with like a super way wider mouth. He's just got a... The, that mouth is creepy. Yeah, part. he's got a monobrow and then the no, lips he as wide. Have a monobrow. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He sure does. He just has two distinctly caterpillarly. Uh, wow, I can't talk. You mean one distinct caterpillarly no. caterpillar? I followed her. None lead. of you can do that. <laughs> caterpillar. I've never been able to say the word calipiter. Yep. Fair. Continue. That's an incorrect image. I don't no, know sorry, what I, was, that I was. I was. I was. I was thinking ahead for the Instagram post. Sorry. Okay. Um. So, in January 2006, in New York City, the patient of a well-known psychiatrist is like is asked to draw the face of a man that they keep seeing in their dreams repeatedly. Just. Like every night. And so more than once, this man has given the patient advice on her personal life. And she's never, but she's never met him in real life. She doesn't look like anyone she's met IRL. Does she follow his advice? Is it good advice? It is good advice. Wonderful. Okay. So so she's dreaming about this man and he gives her advice, correct? mm -hmm. Okay. A few days later, the 
a, a, a different patient of the psychiatrist is like, oh, I'm having this. Oh, wait. Oh, roll it back. Rolling back. <laughs> so the dream that the patient keeps having is that she's like, she wakes up in her bed, but she's still in a dream. And he's like at the foot of her bed, just like smiling at her uh, and then starts whispering no. the advice. No. But she feels really safe. No. Like, and uh, it's, that's, I, I hate it. So, um, it's, it's, she feels safe. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. In Specifically, which means that is a forced feeling of safety. Yeah, right? Because like, I don't everything trust would be like, but like, you feel, if you feel calm when you know you shouldn't feel calm, something that's is forcing terrifying. you to feel calm. Oh, I hate it. I can't imagine the, like, the level of fear that would go into that. Like, could when, you imagine feeling calm, but like, also being aware that, like, nothing about the situation says you should feel calm? Specifically, yes. When I broke my hand. When I fell off, when I fell, when I was rollerblading, and I broke my hand, and I'm like, this is fine. Everything's normal. Let's just go home. Yikes. It wasn't that. It was not fine. Also, um... You, you didn't just go home. I Well, no, you didn't let me. Yeah. So it's fine. Everything worked out. But, um, that sounds like sleep paralysis, but, like, not in a scary way. The only way that I've ever heard of or had sleep paralysis paralysis is in a very frightening and terrifying way exactly same i've had sleep paralysis but it's terrifying oh yeah wait how did you're breaking your hand become applicable because something that should have caused me pure anxiety and fear sure okay i'm i'm, I'm i was on, like i'm on board fun. i'm back i'm back 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 again, back again. okay so the like a few days later, a separate, unrelated patient is talking about how they're having a rec- recurring dream with just this man. It's like, that man is this man. Mm-hmm. And so the psychiatrist is like, wait a second, this man? And like pulls out the sketch that her other patient did. And they're like, oh my God, yes. What the fuck? And so neither of the patients, have, like, like they said, they've never seen him in their waking life. So the psychiatrist sends the portrait to like a bunch of her colleagues and uh, within a few months, like there are like four more patients that recognize the picture. And when I, okay, so here's the thing. When I saw the picture, I was like, this dude like looks familiar. And like Dominic also said like, oh, he looks like that guy in that movie. And I've never had a dream with that guy in it. I'm not saying I have. (laughs) I'm not saying I've had a dream. I'm just saying that his face looks familiar. There's an air of familiarity, which means he's been in all of our dreams. Which is, like, creepy, because, like, I hate that. Wait, does he have a name? It's this man. This man. Vaguely this man. It's just, like, this man. He's this man. I don't like that as yeah. a title. All of the uh, patients like like universally refer to him as this man. Yeah, also how the fuck do you google that? <laughs> Let's make a horror film with this man. Well, so, uh, sorry, go ahead. Gilbert Gottfried. I'm not here to step on your toes. You, I have no idea where you're going with this. <laughs> um, so, so at, like from since then, basically until today, at least like two thousand thousands of people, basically two thousand people, have all claimed that they've seen this man in their dreams. And this is ha- like in cities all over the world: Los Angeles, Berlin, Sao Sao Paulo, um, just Beijing, Rome, Barcelona, 
Paris, New Delhi, Moscow, ever just fucking places. Places. Mm. And this dude is one creepy son of a bitch. And I've <laughs> got some examples of some of the dreams that people have purported him to be in. What is the difference between purported and reported? Purported is, I believe it's less verifiable. Like when you report, it's like, I don't look it up. Uh, that definition sounded less verifiable. We are. I am a purporter. <laughs> Purport. You appear- are a reporter. <laughs> Purport. Appear or claim to be or do something, especially falsely. Uh, what? Um, I don't know about all that. That's not the same definition that I've read of it. Uh, <laughs> Report. Given a spoken or written account of something that has one has observed, heard, done, or investigated. It's like the way I always thought of purport is it's like more like secondhand where a report is more like firsthand. It's just like slightly less credible. But that definition you read made it sound like a downright lie. Like which a is lie. Not yeah. true. Well, that, That's not simply not the truth. That is as a verb, but purport as a noun is the meaning or substance of something, uh, typically a document or speech. Synonyms. Gist. Substance. Drift. What? Implication. Those are not synonyms. I do not understand the purport of your remarks. All right. So back to it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a grammar podcast. This is the definition podcast. So, um, here's some dreams. I fell in love with him for the ver- from the no. very first time no. I saw him in my dream. Ew. Even though if I think about it, I have to admit, yeah, he's really ugly. <laughs> but... Each and every time, he sweeps me off my feet with romantic gestures and sweet words. That's why I want Sam over. Like, could you imagine having a dream and he's like, it's like romantic? Like, ah! When you're like, oh my god, this dude is so ugly. I love him. That's gross. I, I, just, well, I just don't know about all personality. that. Personality. Oh, I was like, you speak from personal experience? No, His personality I'm not is I'm... a serene expression <laughs> and whispering good advice. <laughs> Like, which just, just freaks me out. But okay, so here's another one. Anybody that whispers in real life to like, you know, you know, do it, and not in a context where it's acceptable, perhaps. No. Okay. Yeah. Why are you whispering? Why is he whispering? Why or no? Why? Why is anyone whispering? Because they don't want to get heard. Yes, that's the purpose of whispering. But like, because you're sitting in the back of class and you're talking about how your teacher's got a lumpy butt. Yeah. Sounds like Continue. personal experience. Go ahead. It's not. Here's another one. The first time I had a dream about this man, I was having a hard time at work. I had a dream about getting lost in a huge and deserted shopping mall. Suddenly, this man appeared, and I started running away from him. He chased after me no. for what seemed like an hour, just chasing. He was. It seemed like he was faster than me, but he was deliberately not catching up until I found myself against a wall uh, of a kid's area in the supermarket. At this point, he smiled at me and mm. showed me the way out towards the cash. Do you know the way? Uh, basically showed me the way out. Uh, and cash then I woke desks. up. Ever since that night, this man has appeared in all of my dreams, and he always gives me directions on how to wake up from the dream. No. Like where to go to wake up from the dream. And oh. <laughs> Sounds like something's trying to trap them in the dream, and then he's there to like. 
Like, or there's a reason something's trying to get you in the outside of the dream, and then he wakes you up. <gasps> I hate it. I hate the whole thing. I have personally, I have very um, expressive dreams. I want to say expressive, but every single night, and I. There's Dominic a there's a word this. that's better than expressive that You're I can't right. fucking think of. Vivid. I, vivid. Vivid. God, shit, bitch. Thank you. Every fucking night. But I have this like certain control over it where I can wake myself up. So let's say the dream is going in a direction where I find it's You're talking gonna, about lucid dreaming? Uh, sure. Sure. Um, but the dream, I feel, is going in a direction where uh, it's going to turn into a nightmare. I know this. I'm aware of it. I don't want it to happen because I love myself too much. And I'm like, nope. And I either, one of two, move the dream to uh, a better place. Change or the narrative. Change the narrative, mm-hmm. sure. Or um, wake up. destiny. Before it gets scary. Wake up. That's it. Here's another one. Um, wake up. <laughs> I've never had homosexual relationships or even fantasies. This is Bill Clinton. I don't know. Yeah. I've not um, had relations with that one. <laughs> but I dream about having sex with this man all the time. Oh no. I must admit. Oh my god. I forgot about that. I must admit. I must admit he has a lot of imagination and ah. it pleases me. Sometimes when I wake up, I discover I was aroused in real life. Uh. Um. I saw this man in my dream dressed as Santa Claus. When he showed up, I felt so happy, just like when I was a little girl. Then he smiled at me, and his head became a balloon, and it floated in the air above me, but no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't reach it. Mm. There's another one where this this woman in 10th grade... His wife? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that... Wow, it took me a minute. Um, So... A woman, <laughs> when she was in 10th grade, dreamed about, uh, she was, like, in this creepy room with a TV and a stool, and these, like, men she didn't know, like, showed up and attacked her. No. But the this man showed up, and uh, showed up on the TV screen, and he, like, I guess, like, pushed her out of the dream or woke her up or something. And she was scared of him, but he always, like, saved her, which... So she was scared of him? She was scared of him. Hmm. But he, so, but he like still saved her. Um, this is some weird dude who d- doesn't leave his house, but he's a dream walker. Possible. How about you get out of my story and let finish? You bitch. I dreamed this man was staring in, uh, staring from the mirror, watching me, saying nothing. He never moved like a statue. Uh. Um, okay, so now I'm gonna get into theories. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. <laughs> Give me some theories. I've got some ser- theories. Series. There, some series. Some theories. Theories that they ha- that has been. De- <laughs> oh my god! I can't talk. I've got theories that have been developed. Okay, there are several. Okay. Several theories. One of them is like the arch archetype uh, theory, and this is according to a psychoanalytic theory. Uh, this man is a archetypal archetypal image belonging to the collective unconscious. <laughs> so he's like this archetypal like generalization that's just a like in everyone's head, and it like would would surface like in from your unconscious during times of hardship or like emotional stress or 
things like that. I find that difficult to believe. So a conscious collective, meaning mm-hmm. that we all had the ability to. Like, okay, that implies no, we're all connected. No, 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 I'm not talking about a conscious collective like we're all hive mind. Not a hive mind. Okay, but just a like. In everyone's consciousness, a pattern in everyone's consciousness. Like, a pattern that exists in everyone's the consciousness. Matrix. No. Uh. <laughs> Just, like, a archetypal, like, human man face person that is, like, in everyone's subconscious. Just, so like... Individually, we all have a, a thing or a person in that, like in our minds that's going to help us lead us out of the way but once you put a face to it, everyone's like oh yeah that's that man this man this man this man that yeah. man is his brother yeah yeah okay so here's the next one this next theory says that this man is actually the image of god no um and is the form that god chooses to manifest Gross. um and I hate that. And for I'm sorry, the, the image that God chooses to manifest, that God chooses to manifest for His own sake. They're there, anyway, to make us more comfortable. How is that? How is that making anybody comfortable? That was that my is a question. Because I was like, that's that's not how you would make me more comfortable. I mean, apparently, this man most of the time does make you feel comfortable. Yeah, forcibly. But uh. like, yeah, my this is. My favorite theory, okay, the one that you tried to snatch, <laughs> but the theory that maybe he's a dreamwalker, <gasps> a dream surfer, like this, this, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no evidence. Listen, I have no evidence. We're not here for evidence. We're not here for evidence. It's the most interesting theory, but so like he's a guy who can dreamwalk and he's been dreamwalking through people's dreams and like doing good and like he just can't help the fact that he's creepy as fuck (laughs) oh my god so you know he wants to help them in the dream world so Mm -hmm. if they finally see him in real life they're not spooked by his horrendous horrendous it's like the hunter of notre dame if he was a dreamwalker or he doesn't look like himself in the dreams but the way he does in real life what if like he looks worse or he (laughs) just looks different that's why no one's recognized him or been like hey um then why do it like why the need to uh, power um why do you do it um why do the need to like force people to feel calm like that that just fucks me up <laughs> yeah, like like I'm maybe he like gains some he gains like control some control over the dream and he's like, "Oh, I just want you to feel good." Like he goes to pe- like he like finds people with like anxiety-ridden like extra dreams and is like, oh, "I just I want you to feel, mama." Yeah, and he's creepy and doesn't understand stuff, so it's just like you know, like influencing someone's feelings for better or for worse is still a violation. Like maybe it's a uh unconscious projection maybe he doesn't even know he's doing Ooh. it and it's just his sub like subconscious mind that is dreamwalking and he doesn't know how you know his subconscious mm-hmm. is gonna Perhaps. Uh, look or make other people feel and that's just so i mean yeah okay there's another theory that claims this is a phenomenon that has a phenomenon phenomenon that has arisen arisen casually and has progressively developed by imitation. Uh, basically, people 
saw this on the internet and then started to dream about him. Sure. I was um, going to ask about that. So, like, yeah, like kind of manifest destiny kind, kind of deal. Um, and then my final theory is uh, daytime recognition theory. This theory states that the appearance of this man is purely casual. It's like an amalgamation of a, like a bunch of people's assumptions of like a just a regular face rudimentary human yeah just form. i guess yeah like a generalization that all our brains of the to white make. man i mean <laughs> some people have dream like one of the dreams i read is like he was brazilian very distinctly and people distinctly like did he speak portuguese and say i am from brazil they Aye. said he was a handsome brazilian man i <laughs> But, like, still looked like the picture. I, I mean, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but normally we do not, like, remember the precise faces that we see in our dreams. Correct. But, like, this is an assumption that our brain jumps to when it sees the image. So I've heard that the people that you say in, or that you see in your dreams is, like, you don't have a mental creativity mm -hmm. to come up with a face. Yeah, I've heard that too. Okay, fair. Do you, so every person do you in, your, in your notes for that? that every you person wanna... in your dream is someone else you've, you've already seen. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that theory and also believe it. And I don't have anything specifically like, I mean, I have how I feel about that, which is like, if this guy isn't distinctly uh, something that like when people see it and been like he was in my dream but i don't ever remember seeing someone looking like him in real life making it like well you creepier. don't remember because uh, you see so many people every day depending maybe you don't remember but you have the distinct feeling that you haven't I mean, I don't know. Um, but here's what I do know. Fair. And it's pretty much all moot because it's a fucking hoax. Um, it was an internet. Like, the original site that was posted was done by an Italian, um, like, marketing person. Mario. And, ah! <laughs> and Luigi, his evil brother. They, uh, they basically were just like, well, I'm going to do a social experiment and see if people start coming forward and being like yeah me too i seen that like and i found this out halfway through my research and i'm like thanks a lot i, love I wish that. it was real it's annoying what what do you doubt that it's a hoax no i said i love that oh oh <laughs> uh, yes I, w I would doubt that it's a hoax because i just know that there's a similar case i mm -hmm. believe i've been talking out of my ass there's a similar case of a group of men I hate groups of men fair that were I love it when you quote me you got it having dreams I want to say this like the the like origin of Freddy Krueger is what I want you know what uh, yeah, um let me just fucking look it up real quick and then but apparently that story I told you in the beginning about the psychiatrist and the and and the sketch is it's bunk well but it's a cute story. What's that? And oh. a bunch of people. It's interesting because an interesting social experiment. Because a bunch of people on the internet were like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! This man!" Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. But I do think that patterns in conscious collective is like a thing, and I, I like, 
obviously don't have any substance to to like stand on here, but I would love if there was some like form of universal tether between everyone's subconscious. Well, I wouldn't. That would be cool. Personally, I wouldn't put it past like the human brain to, you know, we're all the same species, and we're all sort of interrelated in some way or the, another, and we perceive things in a very similar way. That being said, I think it's possible that the human brain itself has its own specific thought process that is not unsimilar to every single human on the face of the earth because we're the same species. So that being said, I think a conscious collective, maybe not... Not like... Not like, not like brains hive mind. are, you know, not like brains are connected and like you know what other people are thinking and like you think similar things. I but wish. I think sign me up for that hoax. Uh, hoax. I think it's it's possible that you could think in a very similar way that is almost freaky because you think you're so unique and nobody would ever think of that. And I don't know. I am so unique. We all are. <laughs> but we all have a brain, and so it's unique. all oh so my God. similar. I don't think we're connected at all. I don't think we're connected <laughs> either. I That True. was my point. Yeah, I see that. Did it, you find it, honey? No. I'm very upset. Uh, yeah, I found it. Ooh. One second. I'm going to close out. Go for it. So that was the This Man Internet Conspiracy slash hoax. And I just found it really interesting. I Actually, Dominic also kind of knew that I was going to do the story this week. Um, yep, yes. Because we were at a party earlier this week. Actually, it was our friend Mitch Mitchell of the Mitch Mitchell Variety Hour's birthday. And it was Listen so fun. Listen to our first minisode if you do not know who the Mitch, who the Mitch Mitch is. The Mitch <laughs> Mitch Mitchell the is. Mitch. Um, the Mitch Mitch they self. But themselves. But here's the thing. We were, it was me and it was Dominic and it was Zoe. And we were outside with this guy named Tyler. And he, we told him that we like tell stories on our podcast and stuff. And he was like, oh, have you ever heard of the conspiracy theory? The this man conspiracy theory. And he was oh, telling us that, about it. Sorry, that's all we do at parties, by the way. We're just like, we stay together as like a hive collective. A little clump. We hold hands. We hold hands. And we speak in unison. <laughs> Can you believe the shit we have a podcast? Wait, that reminds me of the... We the, are many. You are but one. No, the family from Codename Kids Next Door. The, the delightful family yes! from, down, the delightful kids from down the lane. That's Thank adorable. You. Same. But Thank yeah, and so good old Tyler uh, showed us the picture and I was shook. And then I was... Was like I screamed dibs and I was like I'm doing it literally next week beautiful and then you did and then I did I did it but yeah so that was that can you believe this shit I, 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 I was I was there with you until I was told that I shouldn't believe this shit anymore <laughs> I know isn't that irritating <laughs> I'm actually gonna choose to believe this shit because for funsies research will do that to you yeah, that happens to me a lot. I'll be like, this is a great story. And then I'll start researching, and I like won't have given my, uh, myself enough time to like go back and start a new topic. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... Better stick with it. I mean, not this time. This time I'm like, I still am down and like my story. I, I like it too. But, um, I don't, like, I don't know. There are times where it was like, 
cutting it close and then I discovered a new facet. Like with Bermuda Triangle, I was like, this is Slash not Dragon Triangle. This ain't shit. Oh, and, and then you found the And then I found the Dragon Triangle and I was like, okay, here's some shit. Here's the shit. Fair enough. So, okay, there was a sleep study done because there were 18 apparently healthy Laotian refugees from America. This is like in 1981. And they're called the Hmong, H-M-O-N-G, or could mean Hmong. Um, and they, 18 of these men died in their sleep, and they think it was... Uh, do the nightmares that they were all having. Whoa. Uh, but they called it sudden A-R-R-H-Y arrhythmic. Arrhythmic. That's what I thought. Yeah. Sudden arrhythmic death syndrome. There were just, there were too many. Yeah. All on the same night? Were they yes. near each oh, other? Oh, shit. Uh, I think they're all, yeah, yes. They're How, all, like, like same, same room? Same house? Same town? I want to say. Same hat. Yes. Should have saved this for a topic. Yes, what? What are you doing? I don't know. In their own beds, they're I guess near each other. Like same house or same neighborhood? Same house. Same okay. hat. Because same they were building. all refugees and fleeing from 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 bad times. Damn. Which is what you do with near a, ref, a refugee. So it was Freddy Krueger. Are they sure nobody poisoned them? Nope. Oh wow. I I just I knew I just. Needed to know what I was talking about. Okay. And so oh, I got damn. enough information to convince myself of that. Beautiful. What about Pierre? What about Pierre? Rich, unhappily married Pierre. Wow. There's a whole lot of words that are happening. I don't know them, but they're all there. And we are still going because there's a lot and Andre isn't here. Dun, dun. All right. This is a great combat podcast. <laughs> Officially. Elaine is a slut. Andre is hot. Amatel. Wait. No. Amatel is hot. Amatel. 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 What's her name is old school? Hi. What do you got for us? Today, I have... I'm giving you an official title. It's called The Bloop. What? Does anybody know anything no. about the bloop? Okay. I have the no bloop. idea what you're talking about. The I'm bloop. thinking about the movie Flubber. I'm here to tell you is what it a sound? The bloop is a sound. And I'm here to me. tell you what the bloop officially is. Alright, so the US National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, otherwise known as the NOAA, which is wh- how I will be referring to them from here on out because that's Noah. very long. No. Noaha. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um they're an organization that uses what are known as hydrophones, which is basically just a microphone that is placed underwater um, also known as a shell phone. Uh, as Shalom. a cell phone and uh, <laughs> hydrophones so they're basically microphones that are placed underwater that are specifically designed to be underwater and uh, they have an array of them so they have I did not look up they've got a bunch I, I didn't look up the specific number because it didn't matter to me sure. it didn't matter to me so this array of microphones was placed underwater by the United States Navy in the 1950s to 1960s to track and identify Soviet submarines. So this is during the Cold War. Sure. So basically they're 
bear. Put it down as like surveillance to make sure. Hey, we're not gonna get bombed by a bunch of like torpedoes. Did cool. they test it to see if it would work? Like, sure. Can yeah. You hear torpedoes. You can hear the submarines at the very least. I did not look to see if they could hear the torpedoes. I'm sure that they can. Yeah. But so that's why it was originally put into place. But so nowadays, what the microphones, they're still there and they have like computer systems set up to them. Mm-hmm. So it's not, um, it is monitored by real people, but the computer system, you know, catches these sounds and categorizes them. Still currently? Yeah, yes. Because it's used to study hydrothermal vents and uh, pinpoint underwater, underwater volcanic eruptions and to study the vocalizations of um, whales and track their, like, um, migrations. And more currently, to uh, measure the overall temperature of the ocean in relation to global warming. Okay. Climate change. So it's used for all of these things. So it's basically just... They still want an American to go, doctor. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, so basically they they have all these microphones underwater and it's used to monitor a whole bunch of shit, but like, you know, they pick up whatever they can. So um, these microphones are specifically at a depth that is specifically uninhibited. So it's at a specific depth where the temperature and the pressure in that bit of water where sound waves can move freely and the most like efficiently. So the temperature, the pressure, and the height at which were like, you know, no rocks or anything, Mm -hmm. corals or anything we're going to get in the way. Just ideal scenarios. The ideal... um, Scenarios. Yeah, all of that. Bring it to stage. Ideal scenarios. Sorry. Ideal scenarios. (laughs) And uh, this underwater system of microphones is called the sound surveillance system. And the most common sounds that are picked up by the sound surveillance system are like earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, whales, and ships. Water porn. Now, going back... <laughs> Underwater porn. Uh, going Water back sports. to the uh, categorization of these sounds. So that system picks up these sounds and puts them in like a category. So it's just like, these are whales. These are ships. This is an earthquake. And this and, is water porn. <laughs> and this is water porn. And this is a bloop. And this is a bloop. <laughs> You're right. So each sound has its own sort of like DNA based on how a sound appears on like a spectrograph. So you can measure a sound by like the amplitude and the frequency. Sound digital sound finger. Sure, exactly. So you can you can measure these things, and um, there's a difference in sound. So uh, you can tell if a sound comes from like an animal. Or an event. An event being, you know, geothermal, whatever the fuck I just said. Or me. Or a whale. I am an event. So basically they've got, like, all the things that they, like, expect to hear underwater. They got their fingerprint, sound fingerprint, like, fucking analyzed. They're like, we know what we're hearing. Exactly. So then the system takes these sounds that happen and categorizes them in these specific... Uh, like columns basically and then they go back and they listen to them and they're like cool this one's a whale this one is you know maybe a ship or like a anchor dropping or like who the fuck knows so several times during the summer of 1997 
the NOAA detected a sound with a biological signature. Biological meaning an animal. Life. Organism. Usually. The sound was loud enough to be heard by multiple hydrophones placed even like 3,000 miles apart. So it's very oh, wow. loud. Very loud oh, sound. Damn. And um, so these sounds, and I'll, I'll play a clip later, but these sounds happen in like a quick succession. And they last about like a minute long. And this happened like over the course of the whole summer. So it's like something like a. That's like, what it sounds like? But loud sort of, enough. But like loud and what even quick, even quicker than that. And be- Play it now. I'm gonna. But before that even happened was the the sound of like the bloop. And it's like literally it's like bloop. Bloop. I'm going to edit that out. Excuse me. (laughs) Exactly. It's Uh, like what now? (laughs) This allowed? Hold on. Everybody just don't say anything. Okay. Did you say don't say anything? Don't say anything. Jesus. Okay. Did you turn off the recording? This isn't a podcast. (laughs) Did you pause the podcast? No, I didn't. But here try to make sure it's loud enough i just don't want to say anything over it and then edit later and be like Yeah, it was 
as air didn't sound right, so I fucked it up. <laughs> ass bubble. That shit's fucking. It's a little creepy. It's very. It's it's very uh, extraterrestrial. Yeah. Well, hold on. Are we recording? Yes. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, that's it. It's very um, like aliens. That's what I was thinking. I was like, did an alien like warp jump into the bottom of the ocean, and then the initial like ship like just ent- being in the ocean made the bloop, bloop, and then the rest was its like weird fucking <laughs> yeah. Or was it a sea monster going live <laughs> on well, Facebook? Going back to these categories that I mentioned way too many times, yeah. so um, this sound specifically was categorized as unknown, as opposed to the other categories that I brought up. Well, you and like Jody Foster was like running. Mm. Uh, so, um, due to there being a lot of microphones and the amplitude and everything, they could measure and triangulate basically where the sound originated from. And it came from the Southern Pacific Ocean. Now, now we're going into the theory. Um, so it's unknown exactly what the sound was. Because we don't know shit about the ocean. <laughs> but here are the theories. And this is in um, order of what I like the most and what's most realistic. So keep that in mind. Realistic and... What year was this? 97? 97, yeah. Okay. So... So uh, it's not Madonna's birth. That <laughs> <laughs> she rose from the sea fully grown. I'm hung up. I'm hung up on you. Beautiful. Uh, so um, one of the theories that is less popular is that there's a giant sea monster bigger than any known living animal living yeah. at the bottom of the sea, and that's what made the sound. I love but didn't, um, did you say from least to most? Or there's most better. There are better. Okay. Ones. So I least was like, to you, the way you said that. Least favorite like, and okay. least okay. plausible. Okay. okay. Um, that um, the ocean currents on this day were specifically really powerful and caused Boo. this sort of noise. There were bubbles from a chemical reaction at the bottom of the sea. That maybe caused the bloop noise, but then that doesn't really explain the noises. Yeah, that did not sound like bubbles. Okay. Now, this is the true theory that I'm going to say, but it is not my most favorite. Okay. Um, it's This sound was caused by icebergs and ice quakes, which doesn't really make How? any sense from the That's southern like- Pacific Ocean. But... It's very, um, they, they did capture sounds from icebergs, like, shearing against each other and, like, cleaving off of the glaciers yeah. and into the sea. And even though this is categorized as a biological sound, mm-hmm. they bear a lot of, res- like, resemblance. So this is the most, the most logical answer. Scientifically sound. So like, I am Confucian. <laughs> yes. um, America explain. America explain. Okay, so the way that these microphones work, were they like clear audio or were they distorted? Because like if they could, could they clearly be like, it's a whale sound. That's a whale sound. Or because like the way this sounded was very metallic and yeah. like, but I wonder is that like the. It sounded very like. Just the way we're hearing the microphones. Um, or is that just like. It, it didn't sound like a bloop. natural sound. Even as uh, somebody the that has studies, like, studied sound, I have 
no fucking idea. Well, um, why didn't you study sound underwater? Because yes, same. well, that's specifically <laughs> it. It's because God. sound underwater sounds so like ridiculously different than sound above. Does sound travel farther or not as far underwater? Farther underwater. What the fuck? Because well, never mind. No. I'm not going to the science of it. No, nope. I'm not going to be able to take it. You're not going to want it. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so what's the you you made it sound like you've got another Sorry, theory yeah, that's your favorite. I, I do. I have a much more fun theory that I like oh. much better. Oh fuck better. yes, give it to me. Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so Cthulhu. My mother. The Beholder. Is a cosmic entity envisioned by H.P. Lovecraft. He's an ancient god. Described as, and I quote, from The Call of Cthulhu, a book by H.P. Lovecraft, that he's I a... I highly recommend you read some H.P. Lovecraft. His shit is fucked. <laughs> he's a monster of vaguely anthropoid outline, like bug-like, I'm assuming that means... But with an octopus-like head whose face was a mass of feelers, a scaly, rubbery-looking body, prodigious claws on hind and forefeet, and long, narrow wings behind. He's so. also dead. Tommy Lauren. Hold on. He's not dead. Yes, he is. Oh, H.P. Lovecraft? No, Cthulhu. Oh. He's dead, and his influence is his dream while he's dead, because he's undying. Mm. I made a very good political joke and no one heard it. What'd you oh, say? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. You're it. You're hearing it. That's what comes out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm filled with regret. Suffer. <laughs> so, it said that, um, well, in the book, that Cthulhu and his whole family, and they're, it's like hard, hard to pronounce names. The Cthulhu's? Name. The Cthulhu. No. Um, Cthulhu's and... Like, all the his, other elder gods. All the other, like, old gods and, like, outer gods and, the like, old great ones. old ones and whatever. So they... From the dungeon dimension. <laughs> so they moved to Earth from wherever the fuck they're from because the they didn't dimension. write it down. No, the it was some dimension. planet. No, the dungeon tower the dimension. dimension. The dungeon dimension. tower dimension. It's not a tower. It's a dimension this time. <laughs> So, they moved to Earth and built a city called Rulia? Rulay? Rilly? I'm not really, really, I'm not really sure how to pronounce it. It's R-apostrophe-L-Y-E-H, and I didn't look it up how to pronounce it. And they built Relay. this... Relay. Uh, Relay. Relay? Relay? Okay. Raleigh. Relay. Relay. So they really, really, you good? It's <laughs> just clearing my throat. Okay. <laughs> so they they built their city on uh, the sunken continent of Mew, M U. Oh. So it's said to be located this spot that they built um, their city in the South Pacific, and this is apparently clear in the book. I did not read it. Fight me. I but sure. I think I might. So the South Pacific. Do you remember what happened in the South Pacific? What originated from the from the South Pacific? The bloop. Oh, was it like, was triangulated to have come from the South Pacific. I thought you were so trying to trick me. I was like, I thought you were. Like, what comes from the South? I was like, I was uh, like, is this uh, a history uh, lesson? Uh, <laughs> Napoleon. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's where Hitler was born. Uh, <laughs> Atlantis. <laughs> I almost did Atlantis today. <laughs> 
I veered off that because it is a very big topic. And I it can go out of ways. We should all do Atlantis as a family. Oh my god, it's so much work. Um, okay. Damn. I don't believe the real, the tr- the supposed true, true explanation. Hold on. I'm oh. not done. Oh, well, keep going. I'm sorry. So, if you remember, Cthulhu mm-hmm. is trapped in a perpetual hibernation in the city that he built at the bottom of the sea because it, you know, is at the bottom yeah. of the sea. And it's, uh, <laughs> Cthulhu is credited to be the source of constant anxiety for mankind at a subconscious level. Yeah. Um, source? I'm <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> well, yeah, because his sources, that is the next line. Cthulhu is like dead. Okay. In but he's dreaming. Hibernation. No, he's dead. But no. he's dreaming because he's undying. And his dream is what, like, is projecting that, like... This Cthulhu argument mm. is absolutely not happening. <laughs> we are absolutely. a Can You Believe This Shit podcast. I can't believe that this has gone so far. I can't believe that it's <laughs> that it's taken us to episode... Wait, is this episode 25? Yeah. We're at the quarter quam. Oh, my God. We're in the quarter quam. <laughs> um, I can't believe it's taken us 25 episodes to talk about Cthulhu. I mean, fair. In fact, never mind. So, I have a quick couple of end notes just to finish that off. Mm-hmm. So, there are five other sounds recorded by the sound surveillance system that are categorized as unknown. Ooh. And they named them Julia, Train, Slowdown, Whistle, and Upsweep. I didn't listen to these. I'm gonna. These are since the Cold War that they only have five uncategorized sounds. I mean, which, yeah, I guess is surprising seeing as technology has taken off and there are probably different things in the ocean. Put more microphones. (laughs) That's that's, 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 five. We need to explore more of the ocean floor. I want to know. No, you don't. Yes, I do. (laughs) Yes, I do. Yes, it does. So. The Cthulhu thing. Yeah. Sorry to bring it up again, but people are know. saying that it was what Cthulhu awakening, or just he just happened to be there snoring. No, just making noises, <laughs> just, uh, just existing. Uh, okay. In, in the bottom of the ocean, coma. in the South Pacific. Sure. And yeah, so um, let it be known that there have been no further bloop noises. As they that was the one decided to call it uh, since that summer in 1997. So that was it. There's another bloop. <laughs> yeah. The back of my knee. Can sweat. you believe that Cthulhu is here and yes. among us and living life at the bottom of the ocean? He's not. He's living death. Oh my God. Listen, I don't even think he's Dreaming on death. Earth. Why does why do everyone, everyone think that Earth is so special no, that he's we have in, all the monsters? What, what monsters he, are on Jupiter? He's in the dungeon dimension, which is parallel to Earth, but he's like positioned where he's like affecting us. Listen, I could have gone on a whole t- like tangent about the Kraken, I but I didn't. Wouldn't. I wish you would stop. No, I'm just exactly. Fair. Fair. Exactly. I would have liked to hear about the Kraken, but it's too late now. I'm just kidding. And now it's Zoe's turn. <laughs> <laughs> I gestured to my closet. <laughs> Zoe's not there. I wish Zoe was there. <laughs> I miss you, Zoe. My heart is broken. I did really appreciate your story, Sam. Thank I you. I loved it. That was a bloop-tastic. <laughs> 
Uh, there wasn't enough murder for me in this episode, which is why I missed it. <laughs> uh, Listen. I like listening to it, but I don't like researching it. That's fair. It's, it's not just for very morbid. Murder. Macabre, and it's I'm not, not for everyone. For it. I mean, we're more than just a murder podcast. Are we? We have so many tags. Yes. Podcast, LGBTQ, comedy, entertainment, <laughs> toast. Well, because so, we're a podcast for the toast. people, by the people. For the people. By no. the people. Okay. Uh, so today we had the murder of Dorothy Donovan, and then we had... We had this man. I hate that as a title. We, we had this man, and then we had... What the fuck is up with these titles today? And then we had the bloop. The bloop! Dorothy Donovan, this man, the bloop. <laughs> 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 it sounds like a title for like the next next hot like musical the play oh. on Broadway. Dee Dorothy Donovan. Dee <laughs> Dee, this man, the bloop. Very that. I see that. Hi, I'm Dee Dee, this man, the bloop. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Dee Dee, this man, the bloop. Get it's, out like, up. it's like Dee Dee, and then it's like this man, and then the bloop. Dee Dee, this man, the bloop. So Dee Dee, the bloop is his name. Um. As always, uh, thank you for listening to us. You can email us at candybeliefpod at gmail.com. Email us any stories that you have, any crazy stories that you can't believe yourself. Have you ever email dreamed us. of this man? Have you ever dreamed of this man? Have you ever heard a bloop? Have you blooped? Has your name ever been Dorothy? Dorothy. Dorothy. Which is an adverb. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my stars and garters. <laughs> you can follow us at CYBS Podcast. Nope. CYBS Pod on Twitter, Facebook page, and... Grinstagram. And a group. Um, and it's... It's just, it's there. It's there. <laughs> All right. I was about to lie and say it's popping, but it's decidedly not popping. <laughs> Because I don't do anything on it because I'm the worst. Great. Uh, and we have an Instagram also at CYBS Pod. Yeah. First of all, Twisting. to everyone who listens to this podcast, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to us talk. Thank you for spreading the, the word. Thank you, for thank you for liking us. Yeah. Thank you. And if Zoe was here, they'd say thank you too. In lieu of Zoe, I will say. Thank you. Thank you. Um, as always, please leave your reviews on iTunes. It really means a lot in the business, and you can't even like you can't even imagine. Yeah, like review like, you can't believe this. Give shit. us give us attention on it. Five stars, please, so or, people can find and us. Leave a comment so people can find us, and we can make our way up those iTunes charts. Or four stars to make us sound more realistic. Yeah, sure. that's the thing. I noticed. I looked at it, and I was like, "Wow, everyone says five stars," and then like, "We're so great," but it also makes it feel kind of like fake inauthentic i'm okay with that <laughs> i'm um, at peace with that <laughs> me too as always fuck you sam <laughs> that's my sign off um <laughs> goodbye microphone a goodbye you moved and then the whole no, hold on wait you shook the whole bed and then the i whole think that fell. was your fault sam. i didn't do anything i do think it was your fault so i want you to stop throwing baseless accusations at my best friend dominic <laughs> I just choked on my spit. Um, I'm upset. Always remember, always remember, never forget. <laughs> and Mothman is out there. Sorry, I'm going to do that over again. Choices. Always remember <laughs> and never forget. More sensual. Mothman is out there.
Muffin loves you. Don't sue us. Oh my god. Don't sue us. Wait, Sam, you have your own outro yeah. that's not Zoe's bye. Smell you later. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. I had to be Zoe for us. Because we needed everyone. Uh, the end. We did the podcast. The end. I'm every woman. Two thumbs down. It's all <laughs> in my hole. I'm every woman. It's copyrighted. It's <laughs> all in my hole. I'm everything you want to maybe do it naturally. Oh, 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 oh. oh.